0: This is Tack Box Talk, and this is Horse Stories with a Purpose. Who are we? We are equine educators, but we are owners,
1: we are judges, we are competitors, we are coaches, we are volunteers, we are moms.
0: We are horse owners just like you, and we want to share our horse stories with a purpose. Chris Heine with Oklahoma State University, and this is Horse Stories with a Purpose. So with me today is Dr. Krishona Martinson from the University of Minnesota. Hello. Ashley Griffin, who is the Vice Chair of Professional Horseman Committee for APHA, as well as a Board of Director.
2: Hi, from Kentucky.
0: And Dr. Kathy Anderson from the University of Nebraska in Lincoln.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So this edition of Horse Stories with a Purpose, we're going to be talking about horse show moms. So our folks here are all in that role or have been in that role, uh, being a horse show mom, while also being involved in the horse industry uh, professionally. So they have some unique experiences. Krishona, if you would like to tell us a little bit about your kids and how uh, you guys are involved with the horse shows.
3: Sure. So I have two daughters who are now teenagers. They are 13 and 14. Um, We obviously live in Minnesota, and we show timed events or speed events through an association called the Western Saddle Club Association, um, along with having just a few years of 4-H under our belt. So primarily quarter horses, a pony,
2: and then um, speed events.
0: Ashley, can you tell us a little bit about your kids and their involvement in horse shows?
2: I have two children, uh, one of which is involved in the horse industry. Uh, she's 11, and she got started about three years ago showing her horse we call Lady at the American Pain Horse Association Walk Trot Division shows. She is now working towards uh, learning how to canter and taking those next steps into doing that 13 and under division in those particular events.
0: Fantastic! And Cassie, what has been your experience as the horse show mom?
2: Well, mine are a little bit older, and they've kind of
1: gone through all of their youth careers, starting back when they were about seven or eight. Um, my daughter Ashley's twenty, going to be twenty-three this summer. I've got a son who's twenty, um, but they went all through the Nebraska 4-H program, did a lot of stuff there. Also, got real involved with the quarter horse um, program. Uh, both of them had chances to show at the Youth World, and so did a lot of different, those kinds of things. Um, my daughter also got real involved with their youth leadership program. And so she actually ended up being an officer for the corridors Association. They showed in a lot of different kinds of things, ranging from the pleasure and horsemanship. And my son, those last couple of years got involved with reining and boxing. And so we've had a pretty big diversity of experiences with them.
0: How do you balance horse show activities and all the time that it takes with With all the other things that come at kids, with school and studying and extracurriculars, how do you balance all that?
1: Well, having lived through it with two very, very busy children, um, I'm not going to say it was easy. And some things with where we're located at here in Lincoln, there were days that we showed the horse changed into the soccer gear as we um, were driving to the soccer game and did a lot of things on the fly. And some of that was good and some of that was bad because sometimes it was too close because I was a mom that could do everything or they said that I could. And so we would figure out how to bounce between baseball, soccer, um, all those things and try to get it done. Sometimes maybe not the best, but, um, you know, it's a lot of scheduling. It's a lot of tag teaming between me and my husband of you go here, you go there, split time and trying to get – so you have to be pretty um, pretty organized and do a lot of things on the fly. And yes, there was many times that clothes were changed in the car. Anybody? Well,
2: I know that I can certainly relate to that because even at a young age, uh, our daughter um, also plays soccer, Kathy. So it is sometimes a, a stress point as to which direction to go. And really where that affects uh, her more at, at this stage uh, of her development in riding is just getting time to practice. So all of those sports practices sometimes supersede, you know, that time to go to the barn and work with your horse. And so that is that is definitely a balancing act uh, that I'm still trying to figure out.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to say it's easy. And, and over time, you know, your kids learn to be kind of flexible and Organized and really work to manage their time because it, it's not easy. You know, if you're lucky enough to have your horses at your own house, then that makes it a little bit easier because you don't have to get to wherever they are, and everybody's not fortunate enough to have that situation. But also, they also learn how to make some priorities, you know, tackle one thing or tackle multiple things at once.
3: And and I guess I'm lucky. Um, my kids have chosen, they, they don't have a lot of interest in other organized sports. Horse is kind of the thing that they love and want to do. So they have been able to prioritize sports. Of course, I always have to remind them that school and homework is their first priority. And after those things are finished, then they can go and ride. And Kathy, I agree with you. We're fortunate enough to have our horses at our house. Um, We have an outdoor arena and, you know, they can set up and practice stations and practice. And, um, you know, we also live on a farm. So we have fields to just ride around and and get them in shape in the spring after our long Minnesota winters. But we do have to prioritize. And I also use the horses as a little bit of a a reward, right? You do well in school. You then earn the right to, you know, when you get home off the bus, as long as a parent is there or somebody else is there, then you get to go out and start riding your horse. But homework has to come first. But I I agree when you guys have your – I know you are both are – very involved in soccer and other sports, and my kids just aren't interested in that. So I guess that's good and bad, um, depending on how you look at it.
0: So do you guys feel, um, because you are involved with the horse industry through the academia side, teaching, uh, et cetera, but had that deep background in horses, did the kids come to you with their want to be involved in horses, or was that something that evolved sort of through the entire family?
1: I mean, I can say ours probably evolved through our family because my husband and I, you know, were very involved in, in riding stuff um, before we even had them. And so like one day when my daughter was in, started in college, she goes, oh, you guys are going to move away from this place. And I said, no, we got this place long before, or the, the idea of having our acreage and horses was long before you guys were even a thought. So they kind of migrated to it, you know, initially because of what we were involved with kind of I was one that I always wanted to introduce them to something and get them kind of the basis and then if they continued or went with it then you know we went in whatever direction and I was lucky I mean both of mine stayed involved with it and actually my daughter a little bit to a stronger way than my son did. But the other thing that was nice for us, it's very much a family thing. And so we'd go to horse shows and we all be doing things. I will admit as we got busier and they got more involved with different things I'm the one that stopped showing because I became nothing but the groom, the this, the that, you know, and they're just between the economics of it and the time frame, I kind of stepped back and, and helped my kids and my husband, all of them. And so now that they're out of it, now it's my turn to go back.
0: With the horses and activities, guys definitely talk about really being busy. Do you think there's any value that the horse side and being involved in horse shows brings to the kids versus some of their other activities
3: so i, I mean I, I absolutely think so i mean i look at it as a team sport right but instead of having a human teammate you have a equine or a horse teammate but but i agree kathy with you that i mean i, I don't know the interest that my kids have as they get older they're both in junior high one will be starting high school And maybe she will become more involved in high school and the horses will wane. I I can't envision that happening at this point. Um, But they definitely are very committed. It teaches them to be committed. They have to feed them. I haven't done chores in two years and I don't plan to until they go to college. Like I have graduated from that responsibility. Um, And they do a great job and they know when things are wrong or when an adult needs to help them with things. But it definitely has taught them, you know, responsibility. We we also take lessons, and I think it has taught them to be, you know, to be a lifelong learner, and I take lessons right with them. So I think it's good for them to see me as a parent and even a professional, and you know, I am not a professional trainer or rider. I may have expertise in other areas, but I could use all the help I can get with my horses. Um, so I think it's, it, it's good and unlike maybe basketball or another sport it is something a parent can do with them i mean obviously i show in my own age group they show in their age own age groups so or running the same events and i would say that it makes me very humble it keeps me very humble because they are very good at critiquing my riding ability and pointing out all of my flaws so i think it also makes parents have a little sense of humor about things.
2: Uh, And along those same lines, that happened just this weekend. I was riding a horse that we raised in a Ranch Horse Championship, uh, and in having to ride this horse that I have not ridden in a while, certainly working and busy running kids back and forth, and so my riding is not what it used to be uh, without a lot more practice. And uh, my daughter was like, oh, mom, you know, and she was saying some things to her dad, you know, about my writing capabilities and uh, but didn't want to tell me uh, to embarrass me. <laughs> so I thought that was really cute. Um, so, you know, we all have uh, definitely areas to grow. And uh, it's that consistent. You know, I think she's starting to see is that consistent work is necessary to be successful. Just like you've said, Krishana, with your daughters, and just exciting to see them try new things. And the horse really is a different type of experience than that of, you know, the sporting events that they can have. Because if you teach them how to ride, it's like riding a bicycle, they can do that forever. Uh, They can take that long beyond their youth years or the time in which, you know, they would typically play a sport. Most people. Uh, will graduate or retire from the sport, you know, by the time they hit college, uh, unless it's just some recreational fun. But with the horse, that's something they can continue doing for years to come and even compete at a very high level if that's something they choose. So um, that's why I think it's so valuable uh, To encourage that type of participation, if if, even if it's just recreational riding, uh, because that's something they can do for years to come.
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you guys some hard questions now, Uh, because we all know uh, horse shows definitely have you know heightened emotions sometimes, and the kids get stressed. How do you guys balance conflict, or are you lucky enough to never have conflict uh, with your kids at horse shows?
1: I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, I mean, as my daughter got into doing things at a higher level, we did get somebody else to help her, um, and that was kind of good, and we even had some friends saying, you know, I thought you guys did your, yourself. Well, there comes a point in time where they just won't listen to you, and so pulling in somebody else to help you with them, um, to me, was a good thing because we could be saying the same thing, only they listen to the other person instead of me. There was one time that I remember my daughter was quite young. I'm, she's probably maybe 10-ish, and she was going to show in a showmanship class, and she proceeded to tell me that I didn't know what the pattern was or didn't know how to do showmanship, so I just got quiet. So she goes out there and she's bombing the pattern. And my husband's saying, "What?" I go, "Just leave her alone because maybe she'll figure out that yeah, we do know something." <laughs> and so right. once in a while of letting them fail, so long as they don't get hurt on their own means and figuring it out for themselves is not all all a bad thing. And so yeah, I, you can't have kids and not go through some of those issues. And sometimes they learn a lot more from that, okay, than if they go out and win every time. They have to, to me, fail and have. And be hungry enough to figure out what was wrong and fix it and that's where to me sometimes the horse deal is really really cool for those kids
3: yeah and kathy i i mean i can't agree with you enough right like it became apparent early on that my kids weren't going to listen to me because i didn't think i knew much about riding a horse and that is not my area of expertise but also the 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 person that we take lessons from is just really gifted in working with our goals, our horses, and she's good with communicating with the kids much, much more so than I am. And plus, like you said, they listen to her. Um, But she gave me some really great advice because my daughters are fairly close in age. They tend to be in the same age group and they tend to compete against one another which makes it even a more difficult family situation because one has a younger horse that is very talented, but she's young. One has an older horse that is very well patterned. So um, we have a rule in our house, you have five minutes to gloat and five minutes to cry, and after that, if there's any more, the horse is loaded up and you're done for the day. And I think it's good because they should have some time to be happy, right? If they had a really good one or they won a big class, Um, And also, it's going to be frustrating. You're going to blow the showmanship pattern. You're going to knock a barrel. You're going to knock a pole. And that's part of life. Well, you only get five minutes. And then you get back out there. You talk with your friends. And we have a series of 10 events. And at the end, there's a a high point for the day. And it's been a really good lesson to them that you can blow one class and still walk away with the high point because you can perform well in others. I think picking up those little tidbits of letting them fail letting them have time to glow, letting them have time to, to you know, to be upset is just part of the natural maturing of a kid. And it can be hard and it can be hard to watch, but you just sometimes have to, when they're really having a, a bad day, I just turn around and walk away. They can figure it out because I cannot listen to that all the time. Right. Ashley, any,
0: any thoughts on how to handle conflict with with your kids
2: I'm lucky so far Um, there really hasn't been any uh, conflict that is sticking out in my mind that is noteworthy other than uh, there were a few times even again this past weekend where my daughter uh, when I was trying to help her and give her that instruction uh, and did not have a third party to help me with that she was like mom I know mom I know okay you know and so you know there is a balancing act just from a parent to a child or or from anyone that's working with a child or uh, or someone that's developing with their horse you know there can certainly be other conflicts that arise you know when you're at horse shows and so forth um but i think um i, I can't think of any well
0: we'll maybe come back in a few years and ask you <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that will occur <laughs>
0: So uh, my experience, I'm going to ask you guys a question from, from my perspective, because I have to put on some horse shows. Um, and so we also, in the horse show management and running them, we have the the angry horse show moms that sometimes that we have to, to deal with. So do you guys have advice for moms? And I know it's emotional, and sometimes it doesn't go your kid's way, and and judges make mistakes, but... What advice do you give um, to our to our moms out there on uh, how to handle those situations?
2: Well, I think that um, Kathy and I can both speak to that from a, both a judging perspective as we're judges as well as the parent and also having run horse shows like yourself, Chris. You know, and the thing is that does happen. And the one thing that I learned very quickly after becoming a judge is things look different from the center of the pen. And so uh, what the judge sees Maybe more or less than what anyone else outside that arena may see, but I think that all parents and all exhibitors need to realize that the judges are really trying to do their best to uh, get it right. Uh, in fact, we agonize over it a lot, you know, to make sure that we're not only following the rules but that we're actually doing them justice, you know, and giving everyone a fair shot to be the winner that day. Um, and a parent also needs to realize, and even an exhibitor, that although a class, like Krishna said, may not go well, you know, the next time you walk in the pen, it's a fresh start. So don't let that ruin your day. And also, when approaching, if you do feel the need um, to, as an exhibitor or a parent, to actually approach um, a, a judge or someone in an official capacity about a problem that you may have, I think it's really important that uh, if you expect to get uh, information and feedback back for you to be calm and not to be uh, yelling and screaming and so forth. Uh, On the flip side, though, you know, certainly uh, all the show management uh, and judges that can that have the time to talk to an exhibitor need to listen and, you know, and see what the problem might be so that they can help that person work through it. And I know that's what you do, Chris, when you're in your horse shows. Mm -hmm.
3: And and I would add that um, maybe because I'm also a professional in the horse industry, I'm very aware of that my children are always watching me and that I want to have a certain um, reputation. So it's a little different where we are running against the clock. So as long as there are no gate or tack violations, the you know the, the judge is there to enforce those. But we're running against a clock. Um, but there are always things that happen, and um, I, I try to be very understanding. I'm also part of a of a club, and we put on four shows throughout the year. And sometimes the PA system goes down, and we have to fix it. Sometimes a timer, you know, gets some dirt in the eye, and it and it fails. Right? You have to be understanding of that but I also am very aware that I don't want my kids to see me go off on somebody and then think that is how you should treat someone. So I want to make sure I am always respectful to the judges, to the people hosting the shows, because it is not easy. And if you really have a problem, we were at a show and they were horribly understaffed in the office, well, I know how to collect entries. So I went in and I helped for 30 minutes. I'm fortunate my kids are old enough. They could saddle, they could saddle my horse, they could leg up my horse. 30 minutes of helping made that show move quickly, and it really was no skin off my back. So I think before people complain, they should <clears throat> understand that their reputation is on the line, their children are watching them, and have they offered to help or assist to get things to 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 move along. So I, I try my hardest, am I perfect? No, will I make a a, com- a negative comment? Yes, do I feel bad about it after? Yes, I try not to do it again. But you know, this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be enjoyable. And I would like my kids to be lifelong riders. um, So I don't want them to think that, you know, this is just a, a platform to be angry and mad and complain. No, jump in, help, have a good time.
1: You know, some of the things that I know that my kids have taken from, you know, the disgruntled parent or, you know, that, yeah, you're judged and sometimes it goes yours way and sometimes you doesn't. I mean, has, has it fallen, fallen over into other things. I mean, my, my daughter competed in high school speech, you know, and she'd have a great speech and she wouldn't do very well. And, you know, I said, I just look at him and says, hey, it's a horse show. You know how it goes. Um, my son now does a lot of refereeing, he refs high school basketball, and there's days he gets chewed out, and he days he doesn't, I said, see, you learn to get some pretty thick shoulders, and just stick to your guns, but the funny one also was when they were little, and I was running all of our 4-H stuff, and they would look up, and they would notice a person, get a beeline on me, and start walking around to find me, I remember one day, Michael said, watch out, mom, here comes one, (laughs) because he knew they were coming over to give me a piece of the ear about something that happened to a 4-H competition. It might have been a year ago. He said, here, somebody's coming, somebody's coming after you. (laughs) So, you know, and they learn, you you just sit back and you listen and you take it in. Um, And I think sometimes seeing those things, they get a little bit better and understand, you know, that everything doesn't fall your way and you just take what you can from it.
0: Fantastic. That's great advice. Sounds like there's a lot of life lessons, perhaps, to be learned at horse shows that uh, can really help, help everyone.
1: Absolutely so, true.
0: So I'm going to give you guys a final chance here. Tell me your favorite horse show mom story. So, Krishona, I'm going to have you go first.
3: Oh, so this is an embarrassing one, but I think moms can relate. So I think my daughters are relatively little and they started out on a little 44 inch pony. So I just kind of let them have free rein. Um, but they had, they'd maybe been riding for a couple of years. You know how kids notice everything, right? They notice every detail. So I had gotten a new sports bra and I was the first show of the season. It was early May in Minnesota and my horse was quite full of herself. And as I was, Going around the arena, my horse was kind of semi-bucking, and I was just trying to like get her to be nice. My daughter yells from across the arena, Mom, aren't you glad you're wearing your new sports car? <laughs> I thought, honestly, child. But you know, it keeps you humble. Um, a lot of the funny stories that my daughters and I, you know, it, because I'm with them, and I drive a truck with the four horse and a little weekender, so it's a longer trailer, and some of the things they remember is when I ran over the curb or I hit the tree, you know, with the trailer. And um, it's not usually about the buckle they won or the ribbon they won, but the funny stories, you know, that happened along the way. So those are the things that I remember and that we appreciate um, and that we laugh about and talk about.
1: Oh, I was trying to sit here and think, um, mine's not near as funny as Krishona's I mean, it was just one little deals with my son. Um, he was probably 10 or 11, maybe not quite that old. And... We were at the county fair, and he showed some classes with one horse and had quite a bit of success. You know, did 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 well. He's one that doesn't like to lose, and so we put him in a pleasure class with one of our old broodmares. And um, here we do the Danish system, so purples, blues, reds, and whites. And um, he's lined up, and I mean, she, she she did what she did. She was okay, and so he ends up in the blue line. And he walks out of there and me and my husband are going like, oh, geez, Louise, he's going to have a meltdown. He's going to have a fit. He's going to be so upset. He comes out and says, well, after all of that, me and Fancy, that was a pretty good day. We did okay. And, I was, and that's not really a funny story, but it's one of those things that I just remember like, oh, okay. So you're not having a meltdown. And so it was quite nice. And I'm like, Shona, there's, there's just a lot of um, little things and stuff. And I, I can't point out, you know, some very favorite ones. You know, just run up and down the road. And I remember there's times that things happen and our the three of our comment was, don't tell dad, don't tell dad. <laughs> and so we we just, you know, push some things underneath the carpet sometimes so he didn't know some of the, the stupid things that actually happened. One Another one that was a lot of fun that I will bring out, and we were at a, a horse show out at Fawner Park here in Nebraska where we were stalled in the racehorse barns and me and some of the other parents were sitting there after late in the afternoon and it was pretty hot and we're enjoying you know just just kind of some downtime and we're done and so they had kids a pair of twins that were a little bit older than our kids and they're kind of driving us nuts and so we started them having a relay race and we set them two different directions around the barn running and then they would come back and have a water fight and they could have done that for hours and it was just like yeah keep running yeah catch this one catch this one go again and it was it doesn't sound funny but for us to sit there and watch these four stupid kids doing this round and round and round it was pretty comical so just you know just some little things that you you do when you're you know around and at
2: those kinds of things
0: Ashley your turn to share your favorite story or memory
2: Oh, thanks, Chris. Um, I don't have as many years to pull from, but I still already am developing some fond memories of our experiences at the horse show. Um, Just last summer um, in July, our Kentucky State 4-H Horse Show, my daughter Reese um, was actually able uh, to compete uh, in four of the classes, and she actually won each of those and you know that was certainly not expected it was a complete shock and she was certainly elated but what was uh, a fond memory um, a fondness about this is that um, individuals that had been around when i was a youth uh, and also had worked with me previous to uh, my children having been born uh, would came up and told them you know i think reese that you did uh, something even your mother didn't do, which was true, Um, you know, so she was able to do something very early on, setting the pressure and setting the pace, you know, for herself, Um, but, you know, she didn't really realize what she had accomplished, Uh, but uh, another person had come up and actually uh, pointed that out to her, Uh, so that was um, kind of a a fond memory in the past uh, year or so, and then uh, prior to that, I will say that I was excited to see how well she had persevered through a very uh, stressful situation of riding a a horse that she was not accustomed to riding, a young horse, that um, had something happen to that horse that we weren't aware of and caused the horse not to act as normal. And honestly, it, it was like a mother... Uh, meltdown time. Uh, I was really scared for her life honestly. (laughs) Of course she did have her helmet on so I was not worried about that part but honestly it was a big class of probably 12 to 15 walk trotters and um, this mare just decided you know to be completely out of control but Reese rode it like a cowgirl and um, so she was able to um, Know come out of the class in one piece. Now that didn't keep her from breaking down a little bit afterwards, but she did not under uh, the pressure of the show ring uh, let that happen in the pen. Uh, And she even said, "Mom, I thought about bringing her to the center, but I just felt like it was better just to ride it out." And I'm like, "Well, that was that was good." So those are some proud mother moments that just uh, actually I see that on the soccer field as well. You know, when things get tough, she just digs a little deeper. And I think that's a lot of what you know. Ho- working with horses, working with an animal that you can't verbally talk to, although we all feel like we have some a, a bit of a relationship with our animals, um, and you know, really, you just it's a it's a relationship that you can't compare to any other. Uh, but it teaches them, you know, to really trust their instincts and to work through the tough times.
0: Well, thank you ladies for sharing your thoughts and insights and sharing some horse stories with the purpose.